Jy is ingeskakel op Radio Haldeberg 93.6 FM. Die tijd is nou kwart uur tien. My naam is Vanessa Born. And at this time on a Monday, I have Haldeberg Cares and we focus on a local organization that is doing great work out in our community. And this morning on the line, I have got Lolly Goodlintlu. She is from Township Help. Good morning, Lolly. Welcome to Radio Haldeberg. Good morning, Vanessa. Thanks for having me. It's such a huge pleasure. Is that the rain I hear in the background? Yes. Oh, goodness. Yes, you, you, you can hear me okay? I can hear you clearly. All right. Fantastic. It's wet out there. It's cold. Um, and I know there is a lot of need um, where you live. And Township Help seems to be an organization that is fulfilling that need. Tell us a little bit more about how Township Help got started, Lolly. Um, last year, just after the lockdown started, um, I was at work. I'm working for Mr. George Calori, mm-hmm. who asked us how we were holding up during the lockdown as many of us had to stay home. I'm not alone in the project. I'm with another guy called Owen, mm-hmm. but he's from Zimbabwe as I'm from South Africa. So we told him how we were struggling, especially them, because they, they, were not, they are not from here, from South Africa. Mm-hmm. So he started collecting money from his friends, colleagues in the European side, and he started giving out a food to people. Fantastic. We actually, we were actually asking around what, what does the people really need. Mm-hmm. Because the way food parcels that were going around, but not everybody could get to those food parcels. Okay. So we looked around and we asked around what would people exactly want for a food parcel and then that's mm-hmm. how we started. That sounds amazing and I, I, I think that's really good that one asks what people need because we always assume that people need something but the, the need, my need and your need is different so I think that's really, really great. So it's, it's Jörg that you work for and he's actually from Switzerland, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's from Switzerland. From Switzerland. And he started sending out letters to his friends asking for assistance. Now, Lolly, how do you go about identifying the people um, that need? Is it your immediate neighbors or do people come and tell you um, if they know that people are really struggling and have no food in the house? As um, I was listening to, to the radio and while the government was telling how are the people going to get parcels, that's when I realized that a lot of people are going to be in need. Because mm-hmm. at first you needed to give out your ID and tell how you are sur- surviving at the moment. Okay. But at the time, everybody wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, the people that are getting food parcels is like old age people, mm-hmm. like people that are getting grants, but at the same time, they do get food. Okay. And it, what I thought is that the people that aren't getting social grants are not going to get food mm-hmm. because nobody knows about their situation. Yes. And also, I'm a member of uh, the church, so I asked around the church and with the other guy that I was working with, Owen, mm-hmm. he told me about their situation as well. That's how we started identifying people. Okay. And tell me something, is the need still there at the moment? We're, we're still, Corona is still here, we're level, we're level four lockdown. Um, are, are, are there still many people who are dependent on these food parcels? Vanessa, the need is, is actually getting very high now because mm. most of us never went back to work. Mm. Those who did, 
it was only a few days and then they had to stop again. Okay. So especially with men that always goes around and standing on the road asking for jobs, for them it's very difficult. I, I get a lot of calls from people that are asking me if the project still going on mm-hmm. because after that we have stopped and we started another project, the self-help pro- project. Okay. So people are still asking because it was helping a lot. I the see. We have, if you get a food parcel, then you are fine for a month at least. For a month, wow. So one food parcel. And for how many people in the household, uh, Lolly? At least we started feeding six to eight people because we, we use uh, bigger projects like bigger food parcels for a family. I see, I see. I'm speaking to Lolly Goodlindler. Good, wait, I'm going to get right. Goodlindlu, there we go. And uh, she's from Township Help, telling us all about how this organization got started and uh, the wonderful patrons um, from overseas who assist. Have you got local people that also assist the project, Lolly, apart from you and Owen? At the time, there wasn't a lot of people that could help. We could get people at the shops while we were buying, mm. and they would just ask what is going on. When we explained to them, they would help us with a little money, maybe for petrol, because we needed to deliver these parcels mm. to, to the people so that they don't have to move around coming and collecting it from us. I see, I so see. So from here, we didn't get much help because the project was at small at the time, mm. and nobody actually knew about us. So I we understand. had to do it very early while there, there, is an, there isn't a lot of people on the road because it was locked down at the time. And also I would imagine a lot of children who would have relied on feeding schemes at schools um, would have been struggling because those feeding schemes obviously came to a halt when schools couldn't go back. Yes, Vanessa, that was the most uh, challenging part because when we go and buy food parcels, we look at the situation first what do the people need? Mm. And a lot of time we would get to a house where there's maybe a grandmother with five children that are not at school. Mm. So we check the situation and decide what can we buy for this specific family. Okay. So that's what we were looking at, going around and checking what can actually help the people. And there were a lot of people that lost their families. Some of, of mm. them wanted to organize funerals. So we would go there and give them a food to eat while they are waiting for other stuff to be done. One doesn't realize that COVID, that's also another reality, is that, of course, COVID is still very much with us and people do die. And um, it must be very sad to get to a family if a, 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 a mother or a father or a grandparent mm. has passed away or the income earner. Have you found a lot of that as well, where the, the breadwinner uh, is the person who dies from COVID? because they have to go out and work? Yes, uh, we had a, a set of situation where both parents died in one house. Mm. So the children were left alone. The aunt had to come back from the Eastern Cape to take care of the children. So that's, those are the situations that were very touching when you go around and you hear those things from other people. So no. the COVID is mm. really... It's it's really tragic to hear these stories, and they're 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 they're, with, they're in our communities now. Jurg is the guy that that has been helping you. What do you want to say um, about this man and his wonderful heart? Oh, the only thing I can say is that he just came at the right time when we actually needed him. When I think back for, from when I, for where, from where I'm, I met him, I thought, okay, it's just 
at my employer, mm -hmm. but he went beyond asking what is going on in the community. Mm -hmm. And even when the food parcels has just stopped, it gave us more help with partnership families from the European people mm -hmm. and this side from us because we, we've got another project that we are running at the moment. Partnering families that are helping paying our school fees and everything. Mm -hmm. If I may say, I'm also in a bit of a situation where my husband is sitting on a wheelchair oh, and somebody donated a wheelchair from that township health for, wow. for myself. That is phenomenal. So it, it has been great help. Oh, that is really, that is so heartwarming. Lolly, I want to ask you if anybody is listening and they would like to assist township help and they live here in the Halderberg, how can they get hold of you or how can they support township help? They can go on our Facebook page, Township Health, or they can uh, connect directly with me on my number. I'm um, on WhatsApp as well. Mm -hmm. And um, this project has go, gone far beyond helping people, just helping them. It's helped for self-help. We've also managed to help uh, Gogo Mango. Mm -hmm. She's a baker. She needed a, a lot of uh, things to, to bake so that she can sell for herself. And we even helped a guy who started um, a car wash, but he didn't have electricity in his place. We helped that person. So it's about him. Mm. Yeah. There was also a lady just in a day, in a week, her house was burned down. So we built, we built a shed for her. We installed everything, bought bears, blankets, and clothes for her. Wow. So Township Health went far beyond than we expected. And it's, it's about empowering people as well, not just giving handouts so that people can look after themselves at the end of the day. Exactly. Wonderful. That's what we Now, there's a very special song that I have to play um, of a lady called Lucinda. And the song is called Eva Gelifte. Beautiful, beautiful song. Can you tell us, a can, can you tell us about Lucinda? Lucinda is also from Township Health. She's, she's in Oakland. But what I can say about her, she's very talented. Mm. When she started this song, it's actually not an African song, it's a Swiss German song, but when she started singing it, I started, you know, I'm not an African person, mm. but I do listen to a lot of uh, African songs because where I come from, from the Karoo, we speak African. I see. But when she started the song, I could hear she's singing it from the heart. Uh -huh. What we, we would like to say to, to the people, if you would like to support Township Health, she's also one person that is going to benefit from this project and also help Township Health from it. Because she knows exactly how it is to when you want something and you cannot get help. Mm -hmm. She recorded from a local studio in Oswan and now the song it's very popular. Fantastic. And we'd like, and, uh, from Helderberg, if you can play it uh, every once or twice a week, that would be very nice from us. Well, we're going to be hearing it now once I've finished with you, Lolly. So we're looking forward to hearing it. And um, I'm very, it's been such a pleasure to speak to you. I thank you for your insight. We don't live far from each other, but the world is very different for a lot of the people living yeah. here in the Helderberg. And uh, I thank you for giving us that insight and um, for sharing with us what you are doing to try and help your community and what Jörg 
and his friends in Europe have done as well. So thank you to you for your time this morning and thanks to Jörg for bringing you um, and Township Help to our attention. Thank you, Vanessa, for having us. It's an absolute pleasure. That's Lolly Goodlindlu. And uh, Lolly, you stay safe, stay dry. I can hear the rain in the background. And uh, coming up after this, we're playing Lucinda and Ewe Lifter. Thank you so much, Lolly. My pleasure. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that was Lolly Goodlindlu of Township Help telling us a little bit more about how the organization got started, what they are doing in Nomzama Luwandli and in the Halderberg here. So if you would like to support them, you can go to their Facebook page. It's very easy, Township Help. And uh, here is Lucinda with Ewe Geliefde.